Hey there, fans of brotherly love wrestling. It is I, Vic Delicious. Philly's own, the Mecca here. It is the real McCoy, J.D. Axe, Justin D. Xavier. It's your man, C.D., the fallen angel, Christopher Daniels. Hello, boys and girls. This is your old friend, R.J. City. Hey there, brotherly love wrestling. Bill Carr here. Hey everyone, this is two-time guest Wheeler Yuta. Two bozos from Philadelphia flapping their gums about pro wrestling this, pro wrestling that. Which is not that unique in the grand scheme of things yet. You are in for a treat because you're tuned in to Brotherly Love Wrestling. Philadelphia, are you ready? This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast, your first stop for everything professional wrestling. So sit back and enjoy wrestling talk at its finest with your hosts, Larry Hall and Joe Corrado. Welcome everybody to Brotherly Love Wrestling and on the heels of one of the best pay-per-views in a long time, uh, I feel anyway. Definitely a lot of fun. A lot of fun and the matches were, um, for the most part, amazing. Um, They were all, I felt like there were differences in all of them. None were really like the same. It was a good spread of styles. I think it's everything... That you could, you could, I mean, of course, it could have been better because of like injuries and stuff, but for what they had, I think they put on a great show. So I'll put it this way it's going to sound like in a good way. The bad thing is, is that all the matches got me so hyped up. By the time I got to the main event, I was like worn the fuck out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a good problem to have, but yes. like by the time they got to, Moxley and Tanahashi, I was like, man, I am fucking beat. Mm-hmm. Like there was like it was a roller coaster of of mm-hmm. events and excitement. Excitement was actually high for a good portion of the show. It had a couple down moments, but I think they were much needed. Yeah, I just I think you're right. I think it was all over the place as far as ups and downs and following all the matches that you needed. And this is not, and I don't want this to be a diss to the Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm match, but like that was, how do I take the way that was performed? I'm not going to help you. I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you describe the the listeners and viewers. The way they wrestled, it was more of a less dramatic, less all over the place. It was more cookie cutter. Is probably the word I'm looking for. I don't think it fit the card. I don't think it did either, but I think it was a good change of pace because it kind of slowed everything down a little bit. Yeah, unfortunately, but I don't think it fit that card. I don't, it wasn't really a forbidden door. They're both employed by the same company. I think the forbidden door should have been a forbidden door, but I mean, it was an okay match. I didn't think it was anything spectacular. They haven't built. Thunder Rosa after her win enough for me to fully invest in any of her matches. They all feel like they're really quick. There's nothing that's unless this somehow goes on, but she beat Tony Storm clean. So I mean, I feel like she's just, they're just 
firing away, lining them up, but I don't. There's like nothing to grasp onto story wise. And you got you got some pretty good names now with with Athena coming over. Obviously, Ruby uh, Soho See, that is one, there already. That one they're giving time to. Yes, Athena and uh, Cargill. Mm-hmm. They're giving that one time. They're developing a story behind it. Like there's no stories for Thunder Rosa. And I don't understand why. Uh, because it's not like Thunder Rosa isn't great in the ring. Uh, and I feel like she's not she's not bad on the mic, but she I, I think it was think room they have a better, good, but I think they have a good amount of women. I just don't think they have the right women who are who have been pushed. Like who's been pushed? Jade since she got there, Britt Baker. I mean, Ruby Soho still has that you believe she can win. Yeah. Uh, Statlander, Athena. I mean, they have a few that you could think could win, but not like you don't have any megastar yet. That No, and you're right. Britt, I think, is the – Oh, definitely the, the flag bearer for yes. the women's division, I think. Yeah. And Jade's a close second. I think she's been amazing yeah. for them. One's a champion, one's not. Yeah. But one's an Owen Hart champion. Yeah, uh, I the one the one thing I think has stuck out. I think that everyone said um, has been saying since last night is the Osprey and Orange Cassidy match. You think that was the match of the night? I believe so. I, I honestly do. Can't argue it. I just feel the styles and how good the near falls were. Oh, absolutely incredible! It, like, it, it should have ended three or four times. <laughs> it was. It was. That was one of the matches that wiped me. Mm-hmm. That might have been the match that wiped me, because that was what third from last. I think so. Yeah, I think it was that one. Then the fatal four way for the title, and then for the, the item. Yeah, yeah, and then the main event. I think. I think uh, that one. That one. Did me in, and then the fatal four way just kind of because I was wide awake for that one too. And then once that was over, I was done. Yeah, I, I thought I thought the main event was good because you had two guys that are really good. You have, I mean, he's his nickname is was, the ace for a reason, Tanahashi. Like he's amazing, but he is like he's their John Cena. Yes. That's how I describe yeah. it. He's like their John Cena. Yes, and minus the rapping. Well, I mean, yeah, but maybe he does. I mean, stature I like as far as legacy as far you know what i mean to be yeah, a he company fe- guy he, he is, feels like he's a big deal yeah like when yeah. he's he's got that whole big deal factor to him like oh shit Tanahashi's in the match it feels like it's a big deal yeah that's the same feeling you get with a john cena like it feels like it's a big deal even if it's not for cena yeah yeah yeah, yeah. for cena you're right absolutely and I mean, same thing like that's happening right now as you record on Raw is the 20th anniversary for John Cena. And he's returning to Monday Night Raw tonight. So I don't know if he's setting up a feud. I heard something about him maybe being at SummerSlam. Your time is up. His time is now. <laughs> but uh, I mean, back to Forbidden Door. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's not fucking let's, let's not, not stick by, with John Cena. Let's not bypass Forbidden Door for no. something that we could talk about 10, 15, 20 <laughs> minutes from now. Uh, we'll probably forget about it. But I do agree with you. I think the main event, and I agree, I think it's because of it did a good job wiped out. I don't good, think it's a bad main event. I thought it was a good way of ending was, the show. Well, to end the show was actually a better way to end the show than 
if they would have just ended it after the match. I disagree. I feel like they you need- didn't need that wow. at the end of a pay-per-view. Wow. That wasn't – I don't consider that your typical pay-per-view. You're right. I think it's bigger. I think this show for AEW and New Japan yeah, I, is I, a bigger deal, and you don't – I get why. I completely no, understand no. why. But I feel like the bigger deal would have been Tony Khan, the uh, president of New Japan, come down to the ring, and all four of them stand there, and that's how you end the show, and they – all raise each other's hand. That's how you end the show with optimism going forward and what the wrestling landscape could look like. The brawl, A, why the fuck do you play Cesar or, or Claudio's music for a run in? Like, you don't, that, that I felt, I don't know, it just wasn't right to me. It felt out of place. I felt like you could have still had him come last, but as long as you get the camera on them and everyone's going to see them come down anyway. And everyone was waiting and you even said it out loud. Oh, well, we still have Cesaro or he hasn't come out yet. And then his music hit and he came down. I think the music was unnecessary. I think there's a very minuscule thing to pick apart, but that's usually my job. So I'll let you have it. <laughs> um, no, I just think that it was a good thing while you have the eyes and the viewership and you had that much of a night, why wouldn't you want to promote one of your bigger TV shows of the year? I mean, blood and guts, if it's going to be a annual thing, then why not promote it? Especially because it's TV. You got to get the ratings. Yeah. um, I get it. The only good thing to me that came out of that was the Eddie Kingston and Claudio interaction at the end with yeah, going just, back and forth give me that that storyline well, alone I'm has pretty me. sure they're going to be locked in a cage with you with each other on wednesday i know there you go that's what you get out of it mm-hmm. everyone picks and chooses their different I, all i know is that jericho's milking this magician thing so yeah, yeah wait 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 before we go any further hold on wait, wait. before we go any further okay <laughs> two months from now or let's go even less. Let's say like a month from now. Do you think this eventually is going to be over because it's what Chris Jericho does and he gets anything over? Do you think a month from now we're going to be looking at it and going, man, we thought the list was good. This thing is amazing. No. You don't, th- you don't no. think it's going to be like no. that? No. no I'm not way. saying it's going to be better than the list. I'm just saying. I don't it's even think it's going to come one. close. I don't even I'm think just, it's going to okay. come close. The list is so high up in the it Jericho is. <laughs> personality. <laughs> Yes. That this wizard thing has no chance of eating it's not even getting remotely close to the list. Yeah, it's so a, no, I, I'm not I a don't big think, fan of it. I don't think so. Well, then why are you asking me a stupid question? Because I wanted to see what your opinion was. My if opinion it, is if it's he was going to get it over. If it's stupid today, why isn't it going to be stupid? No, wait a month? second. Wait a second. You can say that about a lot of things that succeeded. All right. Give New Day one. being one of them. That was true. All right, good first example. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, no, give me another one. <laughs> I was thinking about it. I don't, no. really want it to go on. I don't want it to go on that long. Uh, no, I, I don't like it. I, I get what he's trying to do. He's trying to get – didn't show he can get anything over. I don't think it's going to work. I, I don't – I just – or at least in my eyes, I don't – I think the guys in 2.0 are, better, are doing – They're amazing. They're the, so funny. His so gimmick better than him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as the hype guys, he, they're so good. They are so good. And they were already good even in NXT. And then... Yeah, it was so weird when they got... Well, so weird when a lot of people got released, but... Yeah. 
they were like the people that were just gaining traction. You're like, well, what the fuck did they release them for? Like they were just getting, they just started t- getting TV time. And that's why I think a lot of you people have, weren't watching 2.0. You have such a faster time to like, you have to get over. Like I feel more rapidly over there in the NXT WWE world, unless they really, really, really love you. And they're going to push you no matter what, because they believe you're it. And no matter whatever the internet reaction is, you're the person. We're going to keep doing it. But I feel like the majority of people have very minuscule time. Well, you're right. And not only that, that goes back to like where it hurts you from the 90s to like this kind of era is house shows. House shows, you were able to run people out there, gauge how they were doing in front of live crowds and not have to worry about putting them on TV. And that's why I said from the beginning, I did not like a bunch. And don't get me wrong. Obviously, neither one of us are wrestlers, and we can't touch the guys and girls that are on TV. But that being said, but you can't touch. (laughs) They are still very green when it comes to the business. And you can see that. And they have to they have to go through these bumps and bruises to become a WWE superstar. But I don't need to see it. And I damn sure don't need to see it on national TV in prime time. I think I've heard this one before. But that's what I'm saying. This is a repeat episode. (laughs) That's the problem, and that's why. That's why it's just – I don't think it's ever going to work. So releasing those people, you know what I mean? And even to anyone that had some kind of attachment to, you lose even more. What do you mean? Like, you lose more fans. So, like, say they – like a – a person was excited because they thought Parker Bordeaux was going to be the next Brock Lesnar. And then they let him go. And, but now good thing is he showed, he show up in smart, MLW. Smart people know that he wasn't going to be the next Brock Lesnar. There's, I hate the next argument because it's because it's always used a, for someone who's massive or huge, not stature wise, but. Well, in the WWE, that's all of it always is. Yeah. But the next, no one will ever get to the next anybody you say, like, there's no next Undertaker. Mm-hmm. There's no next Shawn Michaels. There's a lot that have tried. Mm-hmm. There's still no next. There's no next Rock. The next Austin. No, you're just never going to get to that point. Never. Ever going to get to that point. You're not going to be the next because it's a slap in their face. Like, they're talking about Austin Theory being the next John Cena. You know how big you would have to get to be John Cena? I mean, Cena took a long time to get to the the magnitude that he is today, but he's had it for a long time. And you already have to be, especially out of the ring as well. The stuff that John Cena has done out of the ring is remarkable. For all the wishes all the, alone that all he the has guy granted. Did, all the guy does is work. He literally he learned, well, that's all the rock does. He too. learned Mandarin just so he could go overseas and promote the WWE. Like, that's dedication. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's ridiculous. I don't know. It's also pretty funny. It, it is funny, but, like, I don't know if there's another guy that we're going to see another guy like that, like a John Cena. You know what I mean? Of course, I think there are the people d- willing for to. For the but- WWE, it's funny that you said guy. I think you have a better chance of finding that next person being a woman. Like, I think – the Becky Lynch's mm-hmm. and the Charlotte Flair's and the, the whatever the fuck happened, Sasha Banks, like those three, like I feel like they would be 
your next John Cena. I would put that there before. I think Charlotte's out. I don't think she, I, I think that's a different that's a different um, yeah. level. That's a and again, just like her dad. Like obviously, Ric Flair is the greatest of all time. Uh, obviously, but he's not the greatest humanitarian. He's not a company guy all the time. You know what I mean? And that's and that's fine. But I feel like Charlotte's the same way. I feel like we're not going to end up seeing. I don't think Charlotte's going to be WWE through and through. Oh no, I don't think so either. Um, but a Becky. Now that I agree with. Uh, now Sasha Bianca. I, I think we're beyond that point. Bianca is a very good one. Probably the best one in WWE right now. So where to, they could be the magnitude of like superstar. I think she can. I think because she has. I think like all, I know they're all superstars. They're all WWE superstars. Yes. But like an actual, I mean, Reigns is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rome, he, he's Rome like he's later. teetering, not on the Cena level yet. But I think Bianca or Becky, I th- even think Sasha could get there too. Depends. She's uh, a red carpet walker. Do you think Sasha can get there without the WWE? What do you mean, like so, going to a different wrestling organization, or just acting? Yeah. You think she can get oh, she's there? She's already by, got her foot in the door in the right well, spot. That I know. I know. But that's what I'm saying. So if she doesn't like get some, would she have to use WWE? Or do you think? Well, you have to because that's where you started. Just like The Rock. The Rock's bigger now than he was in the WWE. But some people will still be like, well, he was WWE first. He's There's no one without the other. Mm-hmm. Like there is no one without the other with Sasha. Like she still has to credit everything that she has to the WWE yes. and getting those eyes on her. Yeah. So I don't think she makes it to the Mandalorian if w, if she wasn't in WWE. A lot of kids watch that show. A lot of kids really like them, mm-hmm. those superstars. That's their demo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't get the demo. I don't get why one's better than the other. Just one bitches and complains and one doesn't. You know, more, see, probably kid, more you know, see months, more bitching and complaining about wrestling. More potential money spent for who? Us for the demo. That demo has a job that's going to go and buy those tickets. Now, granted, obviously the kids have the parents, but there's going to be a spending limit when it comes to the parents because you're going to tell the kid, "Oh, you'll get this, and that's it." Where a 70 year old kid who it has it probably depends on the parents because there's probably par- parents true. buying replicas. I mean, the replica titles. Of course, there's always the exception, but a typical kid. If you take Quinn to to a, an event, I mean, you're gonna buy her stuff, but you're not going to go. I'm gonna buy her like a thirty five dollar t shirt and then be mad about it after the fact because <laughs> yeah. she's gonna grow out of it. I did the same thing at the Phillies game. Bought her a Phillies tank top, and I'm like, I'm gonna get one season out. of This, this was a thirty two dollars. Why did I do this? It sucks. And then it was already in. The, it was already walking up there. I was like, oh, man. I was like, this is buyer's remorse right now. I had two buyer's remorse because it was cold and I bought a long sleeve shirt there. I was like, I'm never going like, to. And I already shrunk it. Already wasted. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, back, but, to the, back to the rest. Back to that. Yes. The demo can buy more, more merch, buy more tickets. We've strayed so far from where we wanted to be. Look, we were talking about AEW. We're now talking about the demo. We're not that far away. Okay. Well, let's bring it back. Okay. I don't have anything more to say about the demo because I don't care. <laughs> but what did you think? Were you let down that it was Claudio, a.k.a. 
or FKA Cesaro because there were rumors out there saying that. Yeah. Like he was the odds on favorite to be the one with like next in line being Gargano and Gresham. And uh, out of all people that it possibly could have been and like trying to think about it. No, I I was happy. I was happy. It was, it was him because I was happy. I was, I think I was happier after he came out and got the reaction he did. Yes. I think that made me happy mm-hmm. because you can see it in his face. I mean, it was kind of, well, yeah, not only that, but the, cr- the crowd was going absolutely nuts. So yeah. you, you could feel that when that happens mm-hmm. and that's why it made me happy. But I think when he first came out, I was like, I mean, it's who we all thought it was. Yeah. And then he got their reaction. And then the way the match started was incredible. <laughs> I thought I've almost hoped that he squashed him in two seconds, two moves mm-hmm. and squashed him. I wasn't surprised that it didn't happen, but I had they had me you a little. Kinda, you kind of wanted had me it. a little bit. I was like, man, I kind of want this. You kind of wanted it to be a squash, and yeah. And when he hit that uppercut, and that and he hit the gotch neutralizer, and, and that that's was, what I said. I said, is he going to squash him? And one, you two, said I, it, and I was like, I kind of hope he does. <laughs> and in my head, I was like, man, now I kind of hope he does. <laughs> I, I thought that would have been because. That you want a genuine shock and all Cesaro debuts and completely TKOs mm-hmm. Zack Saber Jr. in what less than four seconds does absolute dog shit for Saber Jr. And I, oh, it just <laughs> I go I go back and forth because I'm like there isn't like there isn't that many like high value squash matches. You know the squash matches. You know them. They're like, who the fuck's this guy? I didn't even get an entrance. Yeah. And then you get fucking Standing in the ring. You get Wardlow fucking come to the <laughs> ring and be like, well, again, what is this gonna be? This is gonna be a five-star match. No, but a fucking a high, high quality match. Like a one that comes to my mind to a level to where you weren't expecting it, but it's meaningful. Was it Brock? No. It's Daniel Bryan and Sheamus. Oh yeah, and you had Daniel Bryan, AJ Lee. He kisses AJ Lee on the apron, face turns around, gets the bro kick. One, two, three, just like that. You know what I mean? That kind of squash match at WrestleMania for a fucking title. For a title, exactly. That is one of the best, probably most memorable squash matches ever. Yeah, because of the magnitude of it and the meaning of it and where it started. And it started the yes movement. That right there, that disrespect. For Daniel Bryan is where the and initial it, yes movement started. It semi catapulted Sheamus mm-hmm. as a baby face. Yeah, Matt, just imagine what you would have done for Cesaro right there. You or Claudio? It's going to be hard. We're going to have to break that yes, habit. I know. Gonna, I know. Either way. Yeah. Just you have. This is what you want. This is what you need. Not only that, look, all right, if he does that to Zack Sabre Jr., yes, it's not great for Zack Sabre Jr., but he could go back to Japan and you're you already have Daniel Bryan in the back pocket. You know that's coming. You know Tony Khan's gonna give it to you. You would have just you would have made a star. Mm -hmm. You would have you would have you're gonna get Zack Sabre, you're gonna get that, you're gonna get your moment when you get the match with Bryan. He squashes him in 30 seconds. He's fast tracked to a title shot. He, I already feel like he should be the fast. Um, TNT champion. That should no, be the first no, thing. No. 
No, I don't even think I think he should leapfrog that. The reason, the only reason I say that is because that is they want it to be known as that workhorse title. No, but I, think- I want him wrestling week in, week out, all the time. I don't want him to be world champion yet. No, I want him wrestling every week. No, I don't need him wrestling. I, I need him wrestling a lot, but we also need a, a main champion who can do that as well. Not only that, but I think, and this is all. And you don't think Moxley is that champion right now? Moxley's Moxley. Moxley's probably, I don't know. He's one of the, the upper, upper echelon of popularity. Mm-hmm. And we'll go star power for that company. Moxley's up there. That's that, that last part of what you just said. Star power for that company. Do you buy him as a top guy? Do you buy John Moxley as a top guy? I put him in the same conversation as Seth. So, yeah. Okay. okay. I put him in that. Yeah. I, that's why I said the upper, upper, upper echelon. Yeah. I mean, the only reason he's not, I mean, Jericho's Jericho. Yeah. Jericho's old. I mean, Moxley's still in his prime and he's, does he have star power? I mean, no, because he's working for a different company. But when he was with WWE, yeah, he had a ton of star power. Mm-hmm. He was the fucking guy. With him and AJ Styles were phenomenal. No pun intended. But no, I think of him as definitely on the same level. He's definitely on the same level as fucking the rest of the shield. I put them all right there. Just because when he was Ambrose, he beat them both. Yeah. No, he was right. up there. Yeah. And now he's just the top. He's like, I put him above punk. I put Moxley above. Yeah. I, yeah Moxley might be the fucking top guy in the company. Maybe him and Omega. Oh, you can't. Omega can't be. Omega can't be. He's been gone for too long for him to be top guy in the company. Just All because right. of his when, name. When he was there. All right. Yeah. Well, of course when, he was. You, you, know what happens, you know what happens? When he comes back, he's going to be right there again. Because as soon as they're waiting, they're waiting. They're actually, you know how absence makes the heart grow fonder? It's kind of happening for Kenny Omega. Yeah. And more and more people, not me. I'm not one of them. I know. I know you're not. I'm not, but I will I will give it to him. People mm-hmm. are starting to, and you know what? When he comes back, I might be reinvested. I don't know. I don't know how I'm gonna feel when he comes back. If he comes back with Callus as the fucking goofball, I don't think I'm gonna be as invested. But if he comes back and he's just straight up, I'm gonna fucking come back to destroy everybody and be the best wrestler, I'm in. I don't need him talking. He can't talk. And he doesn't get, he doesn't lock me in. But if he wants to have incredible matches, I will appreciate him for that. He's going to, so he comes back and the way you're thinking that you want him to come back, right? How, how does he cut promos? Does he cut promos? Do you have someone with him? Is what I'm asking. Because he has to talk on the mic eventually or someone represent him. Here's the thing though. Kenny Omega is an anomaly. Kenny Omega is a goofball on the mic, mm-hmm. but he could almost be a goofball on the mic. And I don't mean like a goofball, like being trying to be funny, but not funny. Like just say like kind of, I don't know the word I'm trying to use here. Like he could be subpar on the mic. His wrestling more than makes up for it. Like you can, he's not, he's not locking you in on the, the, the promo work. He's locking you in. You'd already know the pedigree of, if you put him in the ring with anybody, mm-hmm. it's going to be a great match. Yeah, of course. So if he comes back and say his first opponent is Punk, 
I'm just gonna wipe him on the mic. He's I mean, got he's just going to. It's not fair. Omega's not that good on the mic, but you know what he is really good at? Wrestling. So he doesn't have to say much. He could say goodbye and good night, and it'd have no context to it at all. And it would probably be, I'd be like, okay. Look, this is what we have. Now let's get the ring. I just feel like you're at, at some point he's gonna have to cut promos. I don't know. The way that the fucking wrestling world is going, and like I said, he's an anomaly. He might not ever have to cut a good promo and still go down as one of the greatest wrestlers to ever have wrestled. Now, I'm not saying total package of – I'm not saying – You're legit saying wrestling. Entertainer and wrestler. Yeah. I'm just saying wrestler, professional wrestler. He might be go down as the greatest. No, you're right. I agree. He could. I mean, depending on what he's happens not mine, the rest of his but, career. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, he could go down as the best. I I don't know. But Moxley is the top guy. If I were to put anybody there, it's Moxley. But I think, going back to the original argument, somehow I'm going to dial it back, Claudio should leapfrog any mid-card title. He is definitely, especially for AEW, all he has to do is start with the top people. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't be, I don't think, I don't, I mean, it's tough because I know he can elevate. Yeah. But I think they have enough people that can do that. I already think that they have enough elevators. Everyone's going up. I mean, I think they have enough people that can elevate. I mean, the whole company doesn't need to be like, oh, we need to have a great like there can be someone who's amazing and just be amazing and just knock out the top guys. Why can't it be him? He's already a great wrestler. Another one who's he's not gonna he's not gonna blow you away on the mic. He's just not. I just feel with him being in the the Blackpool Cop. Well, here's the thing. This was all based off of him squashing Zack Sabre Jr., yeah. which I think should have happened, which I think should have catapulted him into that upper echelon right away. Yeah. No, nothing saying that he can. I just think it's going to – I mean, we know why he's there. He's there. He's there to wrestle people. But they could have done just as well having him do some squashes. They did that. They should have done that with Keith Lee, too. <laughs> they really should have. Although I like they're, they're, I like Swerve and Lee together. I do like that too. I like how that's going to be in everyone's mind. Like, when are they officially going to break up? Mm-hmm. But they're intriguing, at least storyline wise, inner storyline wise. That's an inner storyline between the tag team. You're just waiting for it to implode, which is fun. Well, and as far as tag teams go, yes, the they're other the, they're the best. The, they're the, the best in the world right now. The best in the world. I mean, FTR is absolutely amazing. They are the best in the world. Yeah, I don't. Think- and I don't even think it's close. I don't think it's close. Like right now, they're they're above. Who else I put up there would be the Usos and the New Day. Like FTR is above them. I just think with everything, like they're just pulling the and they're fucking so over. They're so it doesn't matter what they did, what whatever they do. They're just like they're fire. There's all cylinders 
and then they stole some cylinders. They're firing <laughs> on other people's cylinders right now. <laughs> I uh, I saw. I can't remember who someone tweeted out something about FDR, and he uh, he Dax. I think he quote tweeted it, and it was something about give us give us FTR in like the weirdest place possible for like these random eighties titles. <laughs> and I cannot remember what, like what the whole scenario was. And Dax was like, I'll go back in time. We'll still be the greatest tag team in the world back then too. <laughs> He's like, I don't care who we face, but like these guys, they're so entertaining, but they're amazing in the ring. Amazing. Uh, like it's, and it they're brings ta- tag, they're, team they're wrestling. tag team wrestling personified. It's, it's insane. They are the, the, they're just it. When you think of tag team wrestling right now, their matches have been above anybody else's. I just don't know how you take it to another level. It's so it's so good because it's so fresh. Every match feels fresh. It doesn't feel like because in WWE is like, all right, you get two to three tag teams, and we'll intermix them seventeen thousand times. Usos and New Day. But even, I don't know, it, it's just all of WWE. They're just going to run you into the fucking ground to the point of where it's not fresh and it's not as entertaining. But FTR has been everywhere. And not only that, Every the, team. and then you have singles. The only, Yes, very good. But I don't want to talk about the singles run. I want to talk about the tag team. And they, I mean, could they open up another door and find their way to impact? Oh, my God. But have the Motor City Machine Guns win the title and have FTR win which title? The Impact title. And then you bring FTR over. Because there's another dream match like that we could realistically get at some point in time. What are the like? They can legitimately go anywhere and have a great match. They're that over. They're that over that they're going to bring the eyes with them. And if they're their, your marquee match, you're going to want to watch it. I was happy it went on early yesterday. Yes. That was the one I was the most excited for. I was like, I'm going to have to wait till like, the end of the night. Yeah, what was it? Second match, right? Yeah. Second match well, on night? the main card. Yeah. Yeah, I think FTR is – I think they're my favorite part of wrestling right now. Cody was getting there. Cody was doing real uh, good. Cody, yeah. Cody was – Cody and Seth were – Climbing out that ladder <laughs> you, for, for my personal money in the bank. Do you know what's so completely stupid and goofy that it has me? It has me Ezekiel is the Ezekiel. Yeah, when I was saying, I I absolutely can. It's all not it's, take my eyes off. It's it. all who's it. in it. I love it's, it. It's the two people, <laughs> possibly three <laughs> people. That... After tonight, it could be four because apparently. Here we're going to meet Elrod, who is the youngest brother of the of Ezekiel and Elias. I don't know. I have no idea. But Elrod, I'm, I'm telling you, I can't fucking wait. I cannot wait. So they're just so we to, are done. So and Kevin I can turn Owens is just going to have a nervous breakdown. Basically, they're Basically. getting him to that point. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, it's good TV. It is. It is. I don't. It's care. the entertaining, goofy stuff. Yes, that you kind of miss. Absolutely. I don't. They have the right people. Sammy Zayn's doing 
again, incredible work too. He's amazing with this bloodline thing. Oh yeah. I it's love incredible. It. Yeah. And it's almost to the point of where I kind of now hope he wins money in the bank. <laughs> and look, just to see how far and they're going to go with this. Look at the severe difference we are talking about when we're talking about AEW and when we're talking about WWE in the entertainment value oh, alone. It's 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 not fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when you got one's a wrestling company, one's an entertainment company. Yeah. So you get your wrestling from AEW, you get your See, that's the thing. AEW puts on a lot of good matches. Their storylines sometimes very well told. It's just that their promo and their and they're they have no entertainment. They don't have anything that's like making me be like, this is so goofy, but I really want to watch it. Mm-hmm. They don't have that really. I think a lot of people took the um Broadway show thing that MJF and Jericho did and felt that way about it, even though I know you personally hated it. You thought, thought it was, was stupid. I didn't I didn't think it was good, stupid though. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it, yeah. which was surprising because it was with two really good people on the mic. They just didn't do what I thought they were going to do, and it was not good. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was good. I thought it was stupid, but not good stupid. Not like, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, ah, oh, man. <laughs> it was an ah, oh, man. Big miss. Yeah. It was a big miss. Well, speaking of MJF. Yeah, man, he kind of fell under the radar after that whole quote-unquote pipe bomb, huh? Well, that's the thing. Is this absence and this kind of radio silence does this make you think it's more a work and he's just holding out or is it is it real could, could I, it? I still don't think it's real you still think it's a part of storyline i still think so yeah i mean i don't know until i'll know but either way mm-hmm. i want to see what happens yeah i don't care either way because i think it's going to be good but i want to i'm in, interested and invested enough to see where it goes I kind of hope it's real. And he I, shows up in WWE. I just want to see him in Like, again, there are times where I want to see the world burn, and that's one of them when I want to see MJF walk out on Monday Night Raw. He's He brings the eyes. He does. He brings their eyes. Yes. We, you'll, we'll really be able to see the pettiness of the fans if that happens. Oh, but you know what? He's that good on the mic that you're going to want to watch no matter what he says. I'm telling you what, if he signs with WWE. You have to put him with the Miz first, go. Well, first of all, all right, yeah, Miz is, is the one I had him interrupting in my head is in the debut. It's got to be him and Miz because that's the comparison. But I want him to walk down the stairs and come through the crowd like Scott Hall did. That's how I want him to interrupt the Miz. I want the Miz to be doing Miz TV, and I want him to walk through that the crowd. That would be insane. I, I want – look, just go and do it. Just – if you really want to be Patty, go, let's pull to Scott Hall. Let's have him walk through and jump the guardrail just like Scott Hall did. If we really want to Wear, make this – Wearing the suit and the Burberry. Yeah, exactly. And him hop the – like, it'd be great. It'd be so it would, good. That would bring – that would <laughs> – It'd be so good. It would. It really would. Wow. Good for you. <laughs> it's not much. I can't say it's not many times, but this one's like this one's like my level of of good booking. I would love that. I would this love is that. really good. Like I said, I just want to see the world burn. I want to see AEW fans lose their shit by see, seeing him. I don't even want to see them because at that point, I don't care what anyone says. I just want to see 
the reaction as soon as he opens his mouth. And I want to hear the first thing he says when he does it. Mm-hmm. I don't care about anything else. I just want to see. Do that. they give him a live mic? Oh, absolutely. Do they absolutely. just let him go? Do they just let him go? Absolutely. Like here, just say what you're going to say. Yeah, I mean, you got to somehow, you got to be like, look, you can't say what you're saying. You can't say shit or fuck or anything like that. But he's good enough to where he's not going to have to. God, I, 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 God, I would love this to be true. That would be so. Great. It would be. It's not going. It would to be. be great because TV. he's coming back to AEW. Yeah, but I would fucking love it. I think it'd be amazing. It's going to be good TV no matter what. I think your scenario is better than anything that AEW is going to put together. But I'm interesting to see. Interested to see what it is, what the payoff will be. Yeah, I think it's going to like. I agree. I think it's going to be good regardless. I, I think because MJF's involved, he's the thing is so M- smart. The thing with MJF is, is that he's almost turned into Cody where he doesn't really fit in with the landscape of how AEW is going. Like the big, I mean, look, look who's, he's getting pushed down. He's getting pushed down the fucking ladder. He's taking a lot of losses I mean, he's making them. He's making the most out of it, but he's almost so good and too good to where they're never going to put him over. He's just going to be there to elevate the feud, and then he's going to take the L. I don't know. And that's the here's that's where the problem he, with all this talent. Thing. Well, that's the thing though. Now that you're you're doing these super shows with New Japan, you already have ROH. He doesn't fit in in ROH. No, no, no. He needs a mic and he needs ample TV time. They don't, they can't allot that though, tool. His segments are great, but his segments are awesome. I love his segments. Yeah. Well, I wasn't downplaying it by calling it great, (laughs) but he's starting to not fit in with the mold and everything else in AEW. Like, who can you see him working with and being like, in AEW? That he hasn't worked yet. And being like, all right, this is the feud we need. This, like, who? how many people are left where you can be like, I mean, you got what? Adam Cole? I mean, you, got, you have Cole, obviously. Uh, he, ran, he ran a story with Hangman. Jericho. Cody. I would Cody's still. Cody's gone. Maybe not. I mean, I would say I I kind of want him with Danielson. Maybe, but how is that? I don't know out? if I don't know if I want a feud. <laughs> I would rather just a one off, a one off, just to see those those two styles together. Yeah, but that's not a, a meaningful storyline. No, it's not. So who else? That's you what got? I'm saying. I don't know. I, I out of all these people that they've signed and, and brought on, he's got more potential and a higher ceiling over in. WWE. Yeah. Can you imagine him? Well, I mean, look, him and Miz that everyone's been talking about. I would love to see those Owens. two go. Owens, Rollins. Rollins. Cody again. Just on the mic alone, I want to see him, you know what I mean, in him WWE. And, him and Heyman. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. It'd be, let him have an interaction with Roman. With, uh, Roman. Yeah. It, it, it would be money. Him. I would even like to see him. Tear down styles and then them having an incredible match because that would he would sell like fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. He would do that for anybody, but 
That's the thing, though. That's the other fucking predicament. He's people want to see him get beat up so bad that when he sells, mm-hmm. like, people don't want that to stop. Yeah, I miss MJF on AEW TV. Yeah, he was the he's like their he is their pillar. One hundred percent. Yeah, I, I, the, that's other, why, the other pillars are getting the bigger push. That's why I kind of hope this is not this is part storyline because I feel like they need him. They need he needs to grow with this company. He needs to be one of those faces. He needs to be a champion. He's, he's not going to get that. He needs to be. I don't think a he's gonna world champion. I don't think he's going to get it in AEW because you already have Moxley Punk set up. That's already going to be. Well, yeah. Well, I'm talking about down the line. Like, how long is he going to have to wait to get to that title, that main title? Well, if you're talking about Claudio, he... or should be in line for it. Who do you? That's what I'm saying. To there, like, who like, gets where it do first? you put? Where do you put MJF in the pecking order of the title? Not your own pecking order, but where does he actually fall in the pecking order of the main title? I have no idea. It's a good question. At least 10 down. You think 10? At least. At least? I think there's a lot more people that are... We got Moxley and Punk sitting at the top as interim and world. Yeah. Then you got Cole Hangman. You got Wardlow. You got um, who else? We got well, Omega. Whenever he returns, he he trumps them. You got Claudio, I think. Now leapfrogs. You think Miro stays mid card? I think Miro's in the same boat. I think I don't know what what they're doing with him, but he should be he should be up in that made him a picture. He's someone that could carry a, a storyline at least. And that's the problem. And he's someone that you would believe like could be a threat to the title. That's the problem. You have so many people that you think, you know what I mean? Like you said, you just got to at least six. I, I don't know. It's going to be hard. Their, their main event picture, their title picture is going to be, it's going to be hard to get guys in and out and, they have, have they're gonna have meaningful have the, the best stories of all time to keep that many people out of the title picture that should be like there's mm-hmm. they don't have enough TV time for all that they don't have enough TV time for their roster yeah you still have Samoa Joe on your roster you still so who's going are, down the Ring of Honor what are we looking at post Forbidden Door we have one well we have two one we already know is going to probably end and there'll probably be a storyline that comes out of it with blood and guts. So you have the Jericho Appreciation Society versus uh, British Combat Club and uh, Eddie Kingston's crew with uh, Santana and Ortiz. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the major storylines that's taken up a bulk of TV, and we're about to see a payoff at Blood and Guts. And the only other major storyline in AEW is Christian and Jungle Boy and Jungle Boy's sideline. Yeah. So that one would have... A lot of traction you would be able to sink your teeth into that but other than that after because they had to put this whole pay-per-view together and try and make it make sense on tv so you can get tv viewers to want to get the pay-per-view so if this is like a reset almost with a lot of injured people mixed in there but who are going to be the people that carry dynamite the champion moxley who's after 
blood and guts, who's going to be his first opponent? Who's going to be the first storyline? Hopefully we'll find out come Wednesday. That's what, that's what I'm thinking. Like, that's what I'm saying. You get the reset. Like, who do you, who do you want to see as the first person for Moxley? I said him. I said his name already, so I'm going to go with mine. Which is? Miro. I think Miro is a viable threat, but I think he's going to be doing probably something with Malachi because he got the mist. Yeah. That's another. You got to, Now you got another champion in Pac. Yeah. Or Pac, however you want to say it. So now you have that. There's you have two mid card titles now because those are mid card. Yeah, and was title like mid mid Atlantic. Yeah, right. something like that. So you got two mid card titles. So now you have to find someone for Pac. You got to find someone for Sky. You got to find someone for Moxley, just for the men's division. And then you got to find someone for the Bucks. Like who's the, the number one tag team is the one holding three different world titles right now. And they're not going to do that yet. Oh, and then you got, well, you got the um, first, they announced the first Ring of Honor pay-per-view coming up. Yeah. That's Death Before Dishonor, mm-hmm. July 23rd. And the poster has Samoa Joe on it, has Yuna, Yuna who is the Gresham. pure title. Gresham has Martinez, Martinez and, and FTR. Yeah. Oh, and Jay Lethal. Oh, yeah. Jay Lethal is on the poster, too. He's because he's Jay ROH. Lethal. He's been in ROH so long that he is ROH. Yeah. Um, so you have that coming up. Yeah, but that one, I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about ROH because they have. I am because I want them to take a chunk of this roster away. I well, want they, them to be strictly I don't ring know, of honor. I don't know if they're going to take a chunk away, but I see them bringing in more like outside talent for that. Like booking some indie. Yeah. Oh, and former ring of honor. Yeah, well, hopefully, but I don't think that's going to happen. Well, I would like to see like guys like a like a Josh Woods. Yeah, I knew you know what I mean. That, but I don't think Woods is going to be on that pay per view. Oh no, I'm not. Yeah, probably not the pay per view. They don't. But. Well, here's the thing: they don't need to bring anyone else in long term. They no. have enough. But I think that those people that you saw on the like ROH is also a good chance to make some more dream matches with some people. Yeah, because you have so many former original Ring of Honor. Yeah, but then you have a, too. you have a lot of indie talent that would make really good like dream match opponents for mm-hmm. some of the people there. But anyway, you got Pac, you got fucking Scorpio Sky, and you got Moxley. Mm-hmm. Does Scorpio Sky still in a thing with who's who the hell is he? In a, is he with Guevara anymore? Or is he out? I'm so confused on that. Uh, that title's losing, losing me. Which is why I feel that Claudio should win, should go after that title and be wrestling every week because I feel like it would mean more in his hands. And he gets finally gets a a, a, a fucking singles title to run with. Because I think if you have him on TV every week, so you have two members of uh, Combat Club as champions. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Malachi Black, I feel like if House of Black is going to do anything or be meaningful at all, and I said this last night when we were watching the show, they need a title. They need some kind of goal. You got to do something. You can be dark and ominous and beat people up and all this, but 
obviously they got to start winning matches. They got to do yeah, they got to win something. You got to produce. Well, Murphy's out. Yeah. So it's it would just, um could they go for a tag title? But no, like I said, I think fucking Alistair's gonna be running against Miro. So that takes my pick out of the fucking mm-hmm. the Moxley race. Yeah. And I would rather have Malachi go after Moxley if, if anything. You do like the you could even intermix. Well, not because Murphy's out. Yeah. I don't know. It's I'm rough. interested to see how no, it's not rough. We just gotta see how it plays out. That's what I mean. I can't. With with hmm. everything we have going forward, you're not supposed to be able to figure it out. They're supposed to figure it out for you. That's their job, not our job. True, very true. So we can just sit back and relax and see how it plays out. I am really excited for Blood and Guts, though. It should be fun. I, I just I feel like uh, this is going to be a pretty brutal match. The way oh for sure they're setting it up to be one. Mm-hmm. Everyone's bled so far. Did everyone bleed? Really? I- Pretty sure in that last uh, stadium stampede, whatever the fuck it was, oh, yeah. motion in the ocean, whatever the hell they were calling it, I feel like everyone blood in that one. <laughs> no, I think you're. I think you're right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I I just it's the old war games feel, and I I don't yeah. think, like stealing that idea. Whatever. I just I love war games, and I'm mad that. 2.0 has gotten to what it is because a lot of gimmicks that NXT was using, I thought they were doing it well. They were doing it extremely well. And I thought it, it could transfer to the main card, main roster, but obviously not. So at least I feel blood and guts, usually AEW can live up to stuff like that. Well, yeah, there are, they, they put time in the building. It. Mm-hmm. Where does Orange Cassidy go from here after that match? There's another one. It's just another date. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Orange deserves – he deserves some He's, kind of push. He should be a main eventer. He could be in that main event picture. Oh, another one. So add that to the list. Man, Moxley versus Orange Cassidy. You know it would be good. Of course it would be good. Absolutely. But I don't know. They're, again – And Wheeler would have to be torn. He would have to be. Be, be at least you have a built-in story there. Yeah. You're going to do it that way. Well, like you said, we get to sit back and watch. We get to sit back and relax. Yes, and we get to I see rip something out. <laughs> we get to see John Cena tonight. It's only headphones. We're good. Yeah, we're good. We're not using headphones. Fuck those headphones. Uh, I'm interested to see what they set up with him. If they do anything or not, it's just it's still going to be cool to see the reaction. The fans are going to give them word life a pretty, a pretty good ovation, I'm sure. So, you think just a little bit, it's fucking John Cena, a little bit. Where, uh, I'm not even going to ask you, I know you're not going to know where no. they are tonight. Hopefully, Boston. I doubt it, but yeah, that would be fucking that crazy. Would be cool. So, uh, um, and then have Sasha with her. Yeah, she's from Boston. That, yeah, you're right, but you're right, but that's that would it's not, not going to happen, happen, but it would be Boston would have a heart attack. Yeah, so we hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you for watching, and uh, we'll be talking to you very soon.